America. They say I'm free in America. Hello, and welcome to our first podcast, Recapping Underground. I'm Dee Dee. Uh, I'm Maria. Uh, I go by Dust Daughter on Twitter, and... I am underscore Roxy underscore. Hey! And um, we just didn't hear anybody doing underground justice in the podcast field so we took it upon ourselves so (laughs) (laughs) that'll be the podcast you want to hear yes um the podcast you deserve (laughs) so (laughs) so um we're gonna get started on underground season two episode one which is called contraband and and if you're new to the show at all uh underground uh takes place in the antebellum south specifically in georgia and it uh covers the stories of enslaved people who are on the plantation in the field in the big house who are trying to escape to freedom uh the the social interactions between blacks and whites in the south as well as the quote-unquote liberal north and those who are uh trying to help the the enslaved uh Get to freedom. Yeah, I, I hope we'll we'll talk about that um, in detail um, when, especially when we get to the end of the episode. Um, so, um, and then this episode, we're introduced to a couple of new um, characters. Um, the first one is. Daniel, played by Bokeem Woodbine, and we see him, um, I think he's a sculptor, um, maybe, maybe even a carpenter. Um, oh my gosh, I didn't recognize him with that wig. Yeah. <laughs> he said Bokeem Woodbine, I'm like, where? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. the first scene in, in both the first and the second episode this season. Um, and he has yet to tie into the rest of the story, but I've got a theory. Um, uh, What's your theory? Well, it it, it, it might spoil um, the second episode, so um, okay. I'll tell you offline. <laughs> but um, we see him, you know, he's sculpting um, like water fountains outside of this other plantation. And, you know, he's making good money, but he has to give it over to some other um, slave owner or something. Yeah, so what it, looks like, what it looks like is that he's a highly skilled artisan mm-hmm. who his owner rents out to other plantations to do whatever the work is that they're looking for. And so when he goes home, he has to hand over all the money. Ah, some bullshit. And any and when we see him, we see him um, hand over the money. Um, he has to stand outside and hand over the money. 
and we see this this um, uh, script that says fellow plantation in Louisville, Kentucky. So I guess that's where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel is also teaching himself to read. He takes whatever scraps of newspapers um, that he sees on the on his on his way um, to and from work. And late at night, he'll 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 you know try to sound out the words and stuff. So um, that's Daniel. Um, and then, um, then we're, we cut away from him and we finally see, um, Harriet Tubman and, uh, Rosalie in action. Yes. Um, but the Black Rose. Yes, the Black Rose. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. And it's all set to Freedom uh, by Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar. And um, if you follow the live tweets um, last season, um, when Lemonade first came out, Misha Green just lost lost it on Twitter. She was like, yes, she must have known <laughs> we needed more songs for Underground. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad that she she um, that um, she got the okay to use the song because it works perfectly oh Oh, god um and it also um another thing about underground is that um it turns uh it's not just your everyday slave drama this ain't roots it's Mm. it's almost like an action show oh for sure it felt like um almost kind of like a spy movie Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's like Roots meets Twenty Four, because <laughs> it's that kind of action um, that's driving it. Um, we're we're seeing all of these enslaved people that that try to um, um, run for freedom or try to lead other folks to freedom. They're seen as heroes. There are protagonists. Um, we see the world through their eyes, and it's and the the show is set to modern music, which sort of takes us out of um, I don't know. It's it's not the same slave yeah. narrative that I'm, um, I'm not they, always sure how much I like that or not, but I like it much more this season than the last. <laughs> I guess it depends on the music they use. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, because last last season opened to um, "Black Skinhead" by uh, he who will not be named on <laughs> this show. So, <laughs> um, so Beyonce is is much more of an upgrade. Um, <laughs> um so yes. Uh, uh, Moses and Black Rose, aka Harriet Tubman and uh, Rosalie, are leading um, a group of enslaved people to freedom. Um, they get um, one of them breaks a leg, and um, so they get slowed down a little bit. And um, 
the um, hunters, the slave catchers, uh, catch up with them. But uh, <laughs> uh, Harriet makes them Harriet, feel they cannot refuse. Yes, she hits. Oh gosh, she's this was just such this a really great awesome opening scene. line. Oh my they're, god! They're on both the uh, the slave catchers are on both side of her. She's got a gun in one hand and an axe in another. You know, daring yes. to try it. It's just the best. Yes, she's like my arms are mighty tired, and I ain't in this quick. <laughs> So, um, shout out to Aisha Hines. She is killing this role. Like she's only she's only in um, the first two episodes for like maybe a total of ten minutes. But I always want more. Yes. Oh my god! And what a what a you know what a chance it is because I I can't ever recall seeing a dramatization of Harriet Tubman on screen before. Do you? No. Yeah. So, you know, she gets to be the first to do this, especially on such a platform with how popular the show has been. And I, I just has to be the chance of a lifetime. She has to be so stoked. And yeah, to be into portrayer in such an innovative way. Right. Just this is a really innovative show. Um, right. It's not so. a, a historical document. It's not, you know, one of uh, a speech. It's it's. It, it becomes more real to us that we can mm-hmm. see it this way. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if the threat of death doesn't, um, you know, uh, stop these hunters, she'll use capitalism. She's like $10 or two bullets. And $10 <laughs> and what, what, what year is it? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, 1860 something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's what they're getting per enslaved person is five bucks. So <laughs> she offers them mm-hmm. more than that. Oh, so. I see. One of the lines apparently she said was, "My daddy taught me how to carve up a tree real good. I imagine your skin would be a bit easier to handle." <laughs> She's so good. Oh my god. Um. So uh, it it ends up working. Um, like Rosalie says later, you know, they just want the money, but not the trouble. Right. Um, and of course. Um, uh, and can you she's... imagine if they beat them? How, what kind of story are they going to tell when they get home? They can't tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So, you know, Harriet's got them both ways. So, you know, if they take the money and spare their lives, then, you know, that's how she keeps this underground railroad underground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's making she's making these racist rules work for her. So she's just a genius. OK. Um, but um, so Harriet's um, Harriet has spells from time to time and she'll she'll fall asleep suddenly but then she'll wake up after having had a vision and that's actually true um mm-hmm. uh she received an injury uh earlier in her life when she was uh, a slave in uh Maryland and it caused her to um you know have these spells where she'd fall asleep and then she she also did have visions so um you know underground maybe 
it may it's it, it's informed by actual history. So yes. even if it doesn't, you know, follow it to the letter. Um. So Rosalie um is having a little bit of a discussion with Harriet about whether or not to um continue with this plan to free Noah. Um, and um, yet, yet, last season after Rosalie got free, she said she wanted to go back for Noah. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go back, not just for him, just for for a, for a lot of people. Um, but um, Harriet is um, of a different mind. She said of Noah that he ain't blood and hearts change. Ooh, so um, we can tell that Harriet's been through some stuff with some men. Um, and, uh, you know, she's not having it the, the same way that Rosalie is. But we're going to see why um, Rosalie is adamant about getting Noah back. Um, it's more than, you know, it's more than one reason. Um and I, you know, you can understand Harriet's point too. You're already here and free to go back into enemy territory, mm-hmm. trying to collect someone else who's already been caught. Yeah, and going back down to Georgia, where you know, um, yeah, where it's right. it's even it's even worse and more brutal. Yeah. Um, so. Um, like I said, Rosalie is working on a plan to free Noah. She's working with uh, John and Elizabeth Hawks. Uh, John is a lawyer and an abolitionist. Um, he's fighting in court to get Noah moved back to Georgia. Um, so they can, so like on the way back to um, that plantation in Georgia, they can um, escape with him. Um, but the judge gets, he just takes the law into his own hands. Kind of like, um, the state of Virginia did in Hidden Figures. I don't know if you see, if you saw that movie, but he basically just ignored (laughs) Supreme Court law. law. Right. And this is the Fugitive Slave Act, which says that pretty much any black person who, uh, somebody thinks is a slave or has been reported as a, a runaway uh, person can be sent back to the South, uh, which is where you get the whole story of 12 Years a Slave from. So um, the judge says, fuck all that, and um, uh, rules that Noah has to hang where he is. Um are they in Philadelphia? I, I think they are. they are. Okay. Um, yeah, so because Noah shot a man um, in the marshal's office in Philadelphia, so they want to hang him here. So, so much for the great white north, um, <laughs> the great liberal north. Right. Um and Rosalie hits hits John with another word. Rules don't apply to black folk. <laughs> you should have known that. How did you not know by now? See, that's the thing with with John and Elizabeth Hawks and um, 
you know, I'm going to just save it to the end of the episode. But I, 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 I mm, okay, I got some things to say they about that. They mean them. well, but they don't understand their own people. <sighs> That's the, oh, so we're not going to save it? Because oh, I'll go now. I'll well, go I mean, now. <laughs> in this episode, at least, you know, they're so shocked and surprised uh, while Rosalie and, uh, and, and Harriet are not. Like his brother was a slave owner. Hello. And they're still <sighs> Okay. Um Their brothers his brother is a slave owner, but um John is still naive about politics and the way things work. Anyway. Um so I don't know. Um, well, I mean, what's you know, like the, what's the of, next point? Oh, <laughs> no But like you know, like a lot of uh, white people, they don't really know how deep the floor goes. Like that's yeah, because they've never had to. Deal yeah, with they've never to see. They never had to deal with it. Um, so next um, we have Ernestine, who's Rosalie's mom, played by the amazingly stunning Amira Van. And so she talented. has been sold off uh, to South Carolina. The Rowe Plantation. Yeah. And so she's actually, she's out in the field now. Uh, and to, to, I don't know, to forget about how she's treated her children, how she murdered that one woman to keep them safe. Um, she starts breathing in some kind of drug. I don't know what it is. Um, to basically <laughs> forget and get through. Mm-hmm. And she's housed up with this other guy, this other enslaved guy um, who Hicks. beats her. What's his name? Hicks. Hicks, that's right. And she's just. Uh, not living the best existence. <laughs> I mean, she was already difficult enough, but now she's around nobody that she knows. You know, uh, no, there's no no familiarity or family at all. She's having these hallucinations. She's also, you know, addicted to whatever it is that she's huffing. Um, and her man Hicks is beating her. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's not all. So- but we'll say that for the second. Oh yeah. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's trash, but you know, he, I guess, you know, uh, Ernestine is trying to escape through sex and through drugs. So, and he has access to drugs. So, and sex. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, She's getting a twofer. Even, you know, even, uh, not even necessarily wanting to escape, but just try- waiting for him to just beat her to death, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Yeah. The. The. She's. She hallucinates. Um, at the end, end of it, she keeps hallucinating um, Pearly May, which is um, Boo's mom um, from the first season. And um, that she um, that she killed um, to protect Rosalie and uh, um, 
who was still, you know, a fugitive with the making seven. Um, Pearlie was about to give them up because uh, Tom, the uh, slave owner, um, had promised um, to... Uh, was to it even Tom or was Lugo. it his wife? Well, yeah, Tom threw, threw the wife. He Tom had the wife... Uh, Susanna um, speak for him because uh, going because off Curly of, May and Susanna I think are related. Yeah, but going off of a, a bit of a side note, there one thing that I really do appreciate about the show. There's a lot of things, but one thing in particular is how they uh, don't make white women innocent bystanders. Uh, they show them as you know. Active and complicit. Yeah. As they should be. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, so they were, yeah. And Susanna is the one that sold uh, <laughs> Ernestine. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, me and Enda um, from Black Girl Squee, we used to call Susanna that bitch because we couldn't yeah. stand her. That's she was terrible. Name. Yeah. Um so yeah, um it's yeah, Ernestine's doing backbreaking work uh in uh South Carolina. But um what's interesting about um that place is because it's on the coast, um the uh they got to retain a lot of their African cultures. And you can see them, you know, uh, just just uh, reveling in their own cultures at night after doing all that hard labor. You know, they're they're getting married. Um, they're having, you know, parties and dancing and singing and, um, you know, Ernestine stepping away to go get her song with her man and. Uh, <laughs> It's a it's a it's a whole lot of stuff. It's you know even in those darkest times they found something to be joyful about. So just a testament to their resilience. Yeah, and it's a different world from where uh, she's coming from completely. Yeah, um, they didn't do that in uh, Georgia. Well, they did a little bit of that, but it was more so. It was, yeah, it, it was wasn't as country. joyful as it was, as it is in uh, South Carolina. Um, in I South Carolina, they still have accents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the dialect is completely different um, from that in Georgia. So, um, so, uh. Uh, they uh, John and Rosa. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, John and Elizabeth and Rosalie make a new plan to grab Noah. Um, at the execution. Um. Rosalie starts a distraction by lighting some stuff on fire. She just she sets a couple of bombs. Uh, out, um, 
<laughs> because <laughs> I mean, she's doing, she, Rosalie is doing the most. She also works in a hospital. She's got papers at, um, that um, have her um, named Mary. So she uses that job at the hospital to take medicine um, to help um, runaways heal faster. Um, she also took some chemicals to help build these bombs. So <laughs> Rosalie's doing everything. Um, and um, so, so she sets off these bombs. It causes a distraction. Um, and, um, you know, they try to get away with Noah. It doesn't quite work out because they, um, um, one of the hunters manages to jump on the truck that, uh, or wagon that um, Noah's on and push him off. Um, I, I, the others got away though, right? Like he had grabbed up some other folks because I don't, I, so I think they might've gotten away, but Noah didn't, which is interesting, especially if you've seen the second episode. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, oh, we've got to talk about the sewing circle. <laughs> I'm all out of order. Um, Elizabeth Hawks goes to meet the sewing circle, which is a group of women, um, black and white women, uh, led by Georgia, played by Jessica Nicole. Yay! If you loved her from Fringe and from Scandal, you're happy to see her on another good show. Um. Oh, that's where I saw her so, Scandal. Hey. Hmm. Yeah, that's like that's where I saw her from. Saw her from Scandal. And um, uh, she introduces uh, Elizabeth to the rest of the sewing circle. Um, and Abigail, Sally, Emmy, Emily. Um, it's it's two other uh, white women, two other black women, and mm -hmm. um. But they don't do much sewing. <laughs> they do a lot more shooting. Very. <laughs> it's very secret. You have to, you know, know the certain words, and there are cards you have to match, and you have to bring a certain food, and they're down in the basement behind a locked door. Like, it's, yeah. And then they're all yeah. out dressed in all black, shooting up trees, working on their aim debating about the effectiveness of slave narratives and uh, <laughs> in abolishing slavery um, uh, they had some they had some interesting lines while they were practicing their shooting um, you know they noted that literature demands empathy and then when uh, Elizabeth said that a lot of people don't read and then those that do probably don't want to read slave narratives. Um, Georgia agrees with her and says, you know, it may be time to move past the catalog of violence most narratives portray. And I think that was a little meta comment on um, other other slave dramas mm -hmm. that that, you know, turn into black people torture porn. Yes. You know, and I, that may even be a shot at Django. You know, which takes all the time in the world to show black people being whipped up on. And, it may, you know, 
other slave narratives, I mean, even 12 years a slave, um, that that devastating scene where uh, Lupita gets, oh God, okay. Um, but yeah, it may, yeah, that's an interesting line that they kind of slipped in there um, mm-hmm. thinking nobody would notice because, you know, hey, they're shooting stuff. They're badasses. Who cares what they're talking about? And, so, um, in Django, that, for instance, um, there were no black women got to say anything. What? In Django, there were no black women had any lines. Mm. As opposed to this show. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, this show runs on its women. The women, yeah. Are doing most of the acting. Um uh, so yeah, the song circle is very cool. And um so um very kind of spiring in that part. Yeah, and they were also part of the distraction at the execution. Um because when Right, because they came in with uh protest signs. Their signs. Mm-hmm. So and blocked and they blocked um people from, you know, chasing after Noah and Rosalie and John. So, um, the escape doesn't quite work out, um, and, uh, you know, um, Elizabeth and John are talking afterward, and, um, John is talking about how he tried to separate family and politics, which I really feel like only somebody white and privileged would try to do how can how, like yeah how only only somebody like you would be would even think about doing that anyways even after all he's seen he still says that the system was built with the best of intentions and i just wanted to scream yeah i was like no for you <laughs> For you, it has the best of intentions for you. It was built for people like you. Um, <laughs> I did talk to my television at that point. I was like, for who? Best of intentions for who? I was just, oh God, I'm, I'm just, I just don't see it for the Hawks. Anyway, um, and they try so hard, very hard. <laughs> I mean, they do put some of their stuff on the line, but it's like their understanding of what they're in is just not. Uh, it mm-hmm. really can use some work. Yeah. And now he says he wants to run for office. Because, yes, that's that's where that's what's going to make a difference. I just. Oh, God. And I don't know how in the world he thought he was going to be able to distance himself from this. Uh attempt to free Noah from the gallows. He was just he's Ooh, anyway. like the 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 most well thought out plan to me. Nothing they do is anyway. Um so uh, so Elizabeth supports him and um that's the end of that scene. Um it's not the end of that uh, scene. Is it? No. Isn't it? 
No. It's not? No. What? What happens? Then they walk out of the courthouse. Oh, that's a different scene. It is? Yeah. Oh, darn. Um, because they're, they're still at home. Oh. When, um, when, um, she talk when he talks about, um, running for office. Um, uh, then, um, well, then I guess we might as well get to the neck, to the, to the last scene. Um. Um, well, we do we do see throughout the episode Noah is working with a bit of wire, and he ends up making a ring out of um, wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but the last scene is we see them. We see John and Elizabeth Hawks coming out of the courthouse. He's just signed papers to run for office. Somebody calls uh, John's name. He looks up and gets a bullet to the forehead. End of episode. Uh, we get played out yeah. by John Legends in America. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Um, I was like, I was like, I was, I was, I was fine with it. I was fine with it. I'll say that. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I, I was just shocked. Up and down. I was just shocked. Yeah. I was like, good. He's not, he's not really, no. You know, Some, a system like this is not going to be, is not going to be torn down from within. Yeah. It's just, it's just got to be burnt down to the ground. And how much, and, I mean, if, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And, you know, if there's one thing, uh, well, there's so many things, but there's one thing you can learn about racism is that white supremacy will take down anybody who tries to dismantle it. No matter yeah, if you if... benefit from it or not. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're trying to fight it, then you're not on their side, so you can go with everybody else. And um, I'm glad I'm I'm glad that you know, one of the hawks is gone, and you know, I'll just wait for them both to be gone. Um, because gonna do that. they're gonna have to have some good white people in the show. Oh, god, I hate that. No, no, because they're gonna, no, because they're gonna automatically be looked at as the, the white saviors of the show, and also people like them being on the show gives gives white viewers an out mm-hmm. they're gonna you know, everybody everybody white that uh, that watches the show is gonna identify with the hawks right. instead of the countless uh, instead of patty cannon or instead of august um or the other slave owners or slave catchers um they're gonna identify with the hawks because those kind of white people make them feel good about themselves and none of the other white people on the show make them feel good about themselves. They're not going to examine how complicit the Hawks still are in supporting their slave owner brother. Um, and uh, 
uh, yeah, they're not going to examine the um, complicity in white liberal abolitionists. Mm -hmm. So kill them off. They spend too much time on Elizabeth and John on the show anyway. So kill them off. This is how I feel. I don't disagree. (laughs) I I I mean, you know, I don't disagree, but also as far as that, you know, part of history is concerned, there are going to have to be some good white people. Well, they don't have to get this much screen time. That's That's true. They can complicate them. They can give them less screen time. You know, complicate their existence as far as their interactions with other white people, which is kind of what they did here with John. Right. Uh, But yeah, I agree. I just don't know if enough, if enough, um, if enough critics and viewers of the show really dig into, you know, how they keep the how they keep this system running, even though there are fighting against it. Like Elizabeth isn't really; she's half-hearted about this whole abolitionist thing. Um, and you'll hear more about that in the second episode, right? Yeah. So, anyway, that's how I feel about the Hawks. Um, bye, John. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, are you um, sorry? Goodbye, goodbye. I ain't sorry. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> so, um, next time we will talk about uh, episode uh, two of season two called Things Unsaid. And um, again, uh, if you want to reach us uh, and tell us what you think, uh, of the show um, tell us if we missed anything and uh, um, or just you know give us comments um, you can hit us up I'm at Dust Daughter on Twitter uh, Rox, um, uh, Maria is at underscore unders- Roxy underscore uh, you can also email um, blackgirlsquee at gmail.com So until next time, bye. Bye.